I'm Tommy Salmons. This is Year Zero. Today, I have a special edition with a friend of mine, Tom Burton, who is a musician and an anarchist. Hey, Tom, what's up? Hey, brother, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing well, and I am so glad that we finally connected because we've been trying to do this for probably over a month now. So. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Well, trying times, trying times. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, you have a you have an ep coming out soon and you know um i plan on using one of the songs uh stand in line specifically as an intro into uh the podcast and awesome. uh i want to hear about your ep uh when we might expect to hear it i know you've had some some issues given uh the the covid uh situation so y'all are still needing to get into studios and get some more music laid down but yeah it, is it coming out we still planning on seeing it this year oh certainly yeah certainly definitely seeing it this year it's just a matter of getting getting everything uh together because well you know the, the covid and everything like that has uh some people you know on edge and uh not willing to uh be around other people i think it's lightening up but uh i still don't have a scheduled date for for studio time be pretty much because of that right um so but I'm certainly, I was hoping for it in March, but then of course, you know, mid-February, all this crap hit. And uh, so now I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a July and August, you know, so, but the way things are gone, it's hard to say what, uh, if we're going to have, uh, you know, Ninja Turtle frogs from Russia coming over and killing us next, you know, so who, who knows? Well, we missed all, we, I mean, we haven't even talked, we didn't even talk about the whole murder hornet, you know, situation. Yeah. I mean. There's so yeah. much other stuff to worry about. We don't even get to talk about murder hornets. Yeah, I, I can't believe that there wasn't a, a, a big drive to boycott uh, Mickey's Big Mouth Malt Liquor, you know, since they have the, the big hornet on their cap and stuff. You know? So it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. There's a, there's a group somewhere. So, Well, um, one of the things that, that I look at, because, you know, I, I also write, and I've been writing for a long time, and uh yeah man i love your lyrics and the way that you that you lay them out and i think every writer kind of has their own um way of of putting putting their their thoughts down on paper and right and the way i do it and just to give you an idea is i think of a phrase something that really catches my 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 eye like uh one sure. of my one of my songs was um uh, I, I it was uh i am the uh I am the needle that gives you shame. And that was the first line I thought of. And so I wrote, nice. I constructed the entire uh, poem and lyrics around that one phrase. So sure, what sure. is what is your concept, the way you come about it? Because yours, your songs and your lyrics are extremely well-themed. They're telling a story. Um, it reminds me a lot of um, the Eddie Vedder style Right of 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 lyrics where where you're where you're telling a story with yeah, with yeah. your with your lyrics so how do you how do you do you think of a concept and then construct lyrics around that concept or do you just just kind of let well, it flow well it's kind of it, it kind of depends really i mean um i have i have like uh, say disposable soldiers um i think i wrote that in 15 minutes um mm -hmm. i have a buddy of mine who said there's there's some kind of a old um, uh, Native American saying or something like that, that all music has already been written. You just have to reach up and pull one out of the air. Right. And, uh, and, and, and some of my songs work like that. 
um, after the fall. It's kind of a long song. And, and that was another maybe half hour, 45 minutes into writing it. Um, meanwhile, I, I, I find that whenever I do sit down to uh, with an intention of a subject matter, um, it's n it it, it kind of takes away from my ability, really, because it seems like um, my at least from my own perspective, the, the songs that I like uh, the most are the ones that just come to me spontaneously. And it's just like, boom, boom, boom. I mean, uh, it's like reading Cat in the Hat in a way, mm -hmm. you know. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the, and the ones that I have to say work on and like any time I have like uh, come up with a cool riff or a cool melody and I have intentions, oh, this is going to make this song. Oh man, it's it's uh, biting tooth and nail to get something that I like to fit into that. So really, it's a, a kind of a spontaneous kind of a thing. Um, stand in line. Um, that probably that might have took me. And I, I did that one day. You know, what I mean, uh, just just it just come to me. I had that lick uh, for the little riff of it or whatever for maybe maybe a week. I had kind of had it in my head and was messing around with it. But then whenever I sat down to write it, it just like I say, it just came to me, you know, and uh, there was a uh, an edit or two on uh, rearrangement of some of the lyrics and stuff like that afterwards. Um, and then I put it down and recorded it. Um, but uh, yeah, generally, it's it's a it's a my, my favorite ones are the ones that just come to me, you know? Yeah. Okay, so you you write a lot like I do, because it takes me usually if I'm going to write something, it's going to come quickly or it's not going to come at all. It's just right. the way it is. If, yeah, it if I, is. if I sit there and I struggle and I try to force and push never and happens, it, it just, it just isn't right. Now I've heard, mm -hmm. I've heard some poets in, in the past talk about how, Oh, well I edit every line like 20 times. And I just, I think that in my opinion, and at least, and maybe this is why I am not a professional poet and they were, but in my opinion, in the way I, it, it, it works with me, it seems like I overdo it. You know what I'm saying? I'm over constructing right, right. and right. then, and, and, and I just end up totally screwing it up. It'd be like yeah. if you had a painting and just kept adding a little bit of accents here exactly. and there, eventually it's not going to look like anything yeah. like what you wanted it to look well, like. Well, I think what a lot of it, like personally for myself is, uh, I know, I noticed that if, if I spend too much time, um, giving attention to who's, oh man, I don't want to say that. Somebody might take that the wrong way. Yeah, that, that the song turns to shit yeah. because, um, my all, all, everything that I write, I mean, I've been uh, I've been writing since I was uh, 14 or 15. Um, and I anytime I write something, I'm always writing something with the intentions of saying something. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't necessarily write anything just to be writing um, unless it's uh, like for my mother every year for her birthday and for for Mother's Day. I always write her a poem. And uh, that's that's my present to her. And uh, those are. Um, I have to make sure that I go over those a few times because uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, everything's going to be crafted for, for her, for her enjoyment of it. You know right. what I mean? So, right. and, and, and my, you know, my obvious style of writing and everything is, is lots of, uh, uh, lots of frustration and uh, pent up anger and uh, helplessness. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh, See, uh, my mom it, listens to my podcast, so she's going to be like, where's my fucking poem? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's good stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm held to it uh, every year, and uh, sometimes she asks, "Well, it's you know, it's Christmas, you know. Why didn't you, you send me a poem for Christmas?" You know, but, well, mom, I'm, I'm, I'm up. I bought you something. <laughs> you know, I, I just didn't have it today. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, you know, do you have, do you hit those hard, like really hardcore dry spells? Where you're just like, it's not that you're like, it's not like writer's block. It's just, you're just not feeling it. You're just not feeling oh, anything for certainly. a long time. Certainly. I Sometimes mean, I'll, go, I'll go months without writing anything. Yeah. Oh, indeed. Uh, and, and the thing about it is for me is that, uh, again, going back to trying to do this structured thing where it's like, you know, I, I want to write about this. Well, then whenever I, whenever I pick my target, I... I get lost. You know what I mean? I just can't seem to, I can't seem to say it the way I want to, or I can't get it to, um, to fit. Right. You know I mean? It's a, it just, uh, there again, you go back to, well, I got to say it like, well, you should say it like, it's like, nah, nah, you know what? Scratch it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out and work in the garden. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> well, that's interesting um, too, because like I said, your, your, your songs are such like, there's, there's such a story in them like within that so within those songs that i, Thanks, I find man. it that i find it interesting that you still write in a very similar way it's very spontaneous so oh yeah i, I find that really interesting that the story is is able to flow from you the same way that like what what i do which is much more you know more symbolic and more kind of like on the edges and and right i, I what i try what i've always said is like I write words to invoke emotion yeah. and, and emotions tell every person, every individual different stories. And Without so, a doubt. so you're going to be getting a different story from my poetry. Whereas I think with like the way that you write, like everybody's kind of seeing your vision, you know, right. Which right. I think yeah, is well, really it, interesting because it's not something I'm really good at. Right. It, well, I think it's, um, I mean, like I listen to like, of course, I, I like Bob Dylan. My favorite songwriter is a guy named uh, Sixto Rodriguez. Um, I, and I just found out about that dude probably 10 years ago. But uh, other than that, you know, like I like I like storytellers. Yeah. You know, I do. I like the Neil Youngs. I like uh, I like Guy Clark. You know, uh, I, th th there's so many people that are just such great storytellers. Um, huge Willie Nelson fan. Um I, you know, the, I, I think it's, it's one thing to write a song and you feel good, feel good songs. Whatever. I just can't write feel good songs like that. I don't know I, I, whether I'm just such a, such a pessimist or uh, maybe I just always have, I don't know. I, I, I gravitate towards the bitter side of life, I guess, in a way. But then, then again, at the, at the end of everything, I try to come full circle for a, um, some kind of a retribution for, uh, for the, for the story, you know, hopefully there's a, a little light at the end of the tunnel kind of, kind of a thing per se, you know, yeah. not always, but I, I, I try to, you know, but then again, sometimes, I mean, uh, whenever I write, like, I mean, I've probably got 150 songs, um, but it's the ones that I, uh, the ones that I've recorded, I've probably only recorded eh, probably 20 of them, you know, out of that 150. Right. Um, but, I, uh, out of that 150, there might be five feel-good songs or something, you know what I mean? And then uh, three-quarters of them are all kind of politically motivated um, just to where I – where here's the way I see it, you know what I mean? Um, and 
I like how, uh, you know, you read uh, different writers who are writing from the pers- perspective of the, of the underdog, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's who, that's who I prefer to write to write for rather, you know what I mean? Uh, I guess mainly because I've, I felt like I've always been the underdog, I guess. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, some days, man, I can go, like I, I can come home from work. Sometimes I'll pull over on the side of the road. If I got something that's like, I had this thing, uh, you know, I, you don't mind if I'm cursing on here, right? No, cuss as much oh, okay, as you cool. want. I'd be offended right, well, if you didn't. I had this, uh, and, and I haven't done anything with it, but it was in my mind all day. And I was thinking this, uh, when I was thinking about, you know, the, our government and everything like that, and this wor- worthless expenditures and uh, this fuck them, don't feed them. We don't even need them. You know, it was just yeah. all going over in my head. Just fuck them. Don't feed them. We don't even need them, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so that's going to be on, on, uh, hopefully on the EP. Uh, and if not, it'll be on the second one. Um, so yeah, we'll see how all that 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 there pans out as well. So yeah, uh, now and you say that talking about having to pull over on the side of the road. I can't tell you how many times like I've been like thinking of something during the day, and then I right. go to sleep and I will wake up at like three o'clock in the morning and I come running out of the bedroom looking for something to write with. Yeah, uh, man. It's, got, it's like yeah. all of a sudden it's all right there in my head and I'm like I gotta yeah. put it down. I gotta get it down before I forget. Well, like uh, George sleep, Carlin. it'll never get it back. Right. George Carvin, one of my, uh, I think one of the most brilliant minds of my lifetime, certainly. Yeah. Um, he, he said he always kept a pen and pen and paper by his bed uh, yeah. because something could come to him in the middle of the night. You wake up and he's like, oh, shit, that was brilliant. I got to get this down. You know right, what I mean? right, so, right. Uh, I, I, I'm the same way. And luckily with, you know, we have smartphones and all that good stuff. So uh, I, I'll use my notes. You know, I probably got, man, I, I couldn't tell you how many, uh, how, how many poems I have in notes and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of times my songs will be that way to where I'll have two or three poems that uh, I'm like, man, this is, this is basically the same thing. Okay. So this is the, this is going to be verse. This is going to be verse. Here's the chorus. Here's the bridge. Here's the verse. You know what I mean? Kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, they happen yeah. like that for me as well sometimes. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, just never know. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but the ones I like the most are the ones that uh, they seem to write themselves. Uh, it just seems like it was already predestined or something like that yeah you know? yeah like you said you just reached out and grabbed it yeah you know? yeah yeah tapping yeah. into tapping into something you know that you know and people have always told me i'm sure you've run into the same thing i wish i could write like you and i'm like yeah i guess i mean right. sometimes it's a fucking curse because oh, I, can't, I can't get out of that world whatever that world is in my head exactly. i can't leave it once I get exactly. into it, that's where I'm at. And yeah, know, so it, it, there's this kind of like a disconnect from reality as well. Yeah, it's a trap. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's uh, it's that fine line between uh, insanity and genius. You know what I mean? And uh, shit, I teeter-totter on both sides. Generally not on the genius side, but, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but it is, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's odd. Yeah. But all right, well, let's get into the themes here. Let's get into the themes. Uh, you were talking about a lot of your themes are um anti-government or or politically motivated i guess into a way yeah. uh, y- you are it, it it seems like you're just openly no holds barred you want people to understand like i'm an anarchist and you're allowed to be an anarchist too and that Certainly. beautiful things can come out of anarchy that anarchy is all doubt. about chaos that there right. can be some beauty in it and oh, it, it really feels like that's a lot of your message. 
Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm, who doesn't love a good storm? You know. Yeah. Um, same thing. Uh, I, the uh, I'm a I am an anarchist. I am I'm a lot of things. You know what I mean? I'm a little country. I'm a little rock and roll. Uh, there's there's merit that I can find in 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 arguments on from from both sides, from all sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. I I prefer to write things, um, and I'm not necessarily anti-government. I mean, fool to the hill. I mean, I'm I'm anti-bad government. I'm not anti-cop. I'm anti-bad cop. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I don't like uh, perversions of liberty. That's that's where all my, my all my angst and problems come from. Is from this denial of uh, of people's right to to liberty and freedom. You know? Right. So, and that's where, that's where I have this, this, this jaded, uh, perception of, of authority, but it's, you know, like I tell everybody, Hey, you know, some people say, Hey man, why don't you, I got, I got some buddies that are cops, you know? And, uh, my one buddy, he's like, Hey, why don't you, you kind of knock off all this, you're always bashing cops. And I said, Oh, here's the problem man, is if, if you guys would oust these shitty cops, there wouldn't be any material to share, you right. know? So. It isn't my fault. You guys should be sharing this stuff. We shouldn't be sharing it. You guys should be getting yeah, these traders from out the ranks. it should never even get out, out to ranks. the public. It should never yeah. reach the public. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, you know, it, it, if they want to throw up this blue line shit, then, then hey, then handle it. Right. Don't, don't sweep it under the rug and sit in here and you're protecting these damn traders. You know, you're just, you're just as guilty. Right. You know. So, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it, 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 there's a real double standard and, and, and double standards just really piss me off. So, I mean, that's what, that's what I write about. You know, it's like uh, disposable soldiers, you know, everybody, everybody loves to say, I support the troops and God bless America and you know, kiss the baby and all that shit. Meanwhile, whenever the, whenever the troops come home, uh, they're automatically uh, deemed uh, somehow nefarious or something like yeah, that by their terrorist. own government. Yeah, they're put on yeah. terrorist watch lists and yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, what a spit in the face. Right. You know, but all all a person has to do is look up the bonus army. If you want to see how much that our federal government cares for its soldiers, just Google the Google the bonus army and and a and the bonus army. Uh, that's a, a a term phrased uh, coined by the government to try to shame these people it wasn't a bonus the federal government promised these people if they would come back to fight for the war that they had double their pay and then whenever they fought for the war they came back and they're like well we just ain't got it right now and then they push it off for 10 years people come to to uh protest at the at the capitol hell they sent them out there and uh and burnt down their little shanty town and everything you know killed several of them and they they uh, they sent out I could have the. I, I I remember you and I were talking about this one one time on Facebook. They, they were they had sent out active military. Yeah. Oh and wasn't yeah. It, wasn't it? Was it Patton, MacArthur? MacArthur. Patton and MacArthur who, both. Yeah. 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 And uh, they uh, yeah. There's a picture of I want to say it's MacArthur there with his saber out and everything, sitting on his horse. And I think it's a young Patton who is next to him. I, I believe I might have that wrong, but I think I'm pretty sure that's who the 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 uh, characters were. Um, but, you know, I mean, they they literally denied these people the money that they had promised them, just like any other promises the, the federal government's made to people. And, they you know, they reneged on it. And, right. uh, uh, and and basically what they did was a war of attrition to where they just they waited these people out until I think it was 1945. They said, all right, hey, listen, all you people who finally joined up for that first American war, 
uh, World War, we're going to give you your money now. Well, 80% of them were dead. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I bet you will now, you know. So, uh, that's, you know, ask the Native Americans if you can trust what the government tells you. You know what I mean? It's uh, no it's it's the same cabal that runs it now, you know? Yeah, uh, well, and, and, you know, the the policies may change to a degree, at least on the domestic level, but the the attitudes of of the govern governing class never changes. Not yeah. at all. It's all. It's still that let them eat cake kind of attitude. Yeah. Attitude, you know. Yeah. Uh, man, you see how that worked out. I believe no matter what, history repeats itself. Uh, whether you believe in David versus Goliath or whatever, or or Wimp beats Bully, uh, th- that that's what happens eventually. You can only be you know a thumb pushed on you for so long before you before you stand up for yourself. You know. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to expect it. They expect it. They know what's coming. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of uh, how long can they last? Right. You know, they're well, getting another a war of attrition. Well, yeah. and you know, I mean, we we talked about this prior to uh, recording, but you know, some a lot of what we've seen since February, you know, the not not necessarily the overreaction by the citizens due to this uh, COVID-19 uh, issue, but the adherence, and I, I've talked about this before, the adherence to authority, the, the just it. the begging authority for the answers. Yeah. I, I, I had a, um, I had released a podcast last year, I guess it was, maybe it was early this year. I don't know, time seems to be standing still half the yeah. time anymore. No doubt. But no I, doubt. I had entitled it, Greta Thunberg was right. And what I was talking about is is she's right. The world is sick, but it's not sick in the in necessarily in the same way that she's trying to preach that it's sick. It's sick because we are we live in a a world and not just the United States, but the entire world thinks that the only answer to every problem is to go to government and go to authority the people that can only that only have violence at their disposal yeah that's their only tool yeah and and and, but that's it It, and but that's the conditioning you know what i mean that's that's the it's like the uh, the adage of you know government will break your leg and then give you a crutch and say hey see i helped you you know uh it's the same thing you know they they create the chaos and and and, was that higgs that said that was What's that, that? Was that Robert Higgs that said that? Um, might might have been, might have yeah. been. The, um, then, yeah, then the con- yeah, and that's uh, I think I was listening to uh, I think uh, Dave Smith was talking about this the other day with Pete, uh, and he was like, um, yeah, the government will break your legs and give you a crutch, and then the conservatives come along and say, hey, you don't need that crutch. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, everybody gets mad. At the conservatives saying, "Oh, you want grandma to die?" Well, no, they're they they're just saying it wrong. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Saying you oh. should have never been given the crutch. You should have never had the crutch. If, right. If, you, if the government wouldn't have broke your legs, the crutch wouldn't be necessary. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if all law is based on injury and remedy, where's our remedy? Right. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, they're great at injury. Right. Uh, but where's well, the remedy? I had started, and I never did finish it, man. And I, I've been working on this piece for months like little bits at a time here and there and um i'm I'm work i I was working on this piece talking about uh mass shootings 
Right. All right. And I was tying it all back to the Federal Reserve and how right. the Federal Reserve created the atmosphere, the environment for the increased inequality. The The Federal Reserve um, is the one that created the the conditions of the United States in which we see where there can be perpetual war and where we have for the first time in history, a citizenry that is, is not, is considered to, to, or expected to be worse off than their parents were for the first time ever in the history of the country. And that, that, that has created this nihilistic um, kind of ideal in the minds of young people and that this sure. nihilism and this perpetual war and all yeah. these things, all this violence that the the government uh, advocates in the name of government has has created this mindset within young people that that is the way that they are supposed to address their problems and solve their problems is through sure. this this mass violence. Oh yeah. Well, it's because, so they, you it's know this... they perpetuate this hopelessness. You know what I mean? Oh, that right. is the way it is. You know. Right. What are you gonna do? And yeah. more and more, I don't know. Do you read Clive Barker? Oh, my favorite author. Oh, mine too. Books okay. of Blood, man. Yes, Books of Blood. But he had another uh, anthology, and it was called The Inhuman Condition. Oh, I have not heard that. Oh, it's such a great. It's such a great uh, anthology. It's got a, a bunch of great uh, stories in it. But I just love that title, the inhuman condition, because that's what I feel like. I look around and I see like these divisions and this just ripping apart at the seams. Yeah. And it feels like there's no humanity anymore. Oh, there isn't, man. Yeah. I mean, and and, uh, like I'm standing in line, you know, humanity is something we're not teaching in school. You know, we don't teach that. You know, we we have this this really sugary coated uh, version of history that certainly isn't anything resembling uh, the actual happenings. Now, I am positive that uh, whenever the first settlers came here, they didn't break out pumpkin pies and have turkeys. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I won't celebrate Thanksgiving for that very reason. You know, I mean, you want to talk about a horse shit damn holiday. You know, people say, oh, but it's not about that. It's, you know, it's, we got to give thanks for the things that we're happy about and all this. It's like, no, nah, man, no, 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 no. You put on this facade like we somehow sat down and broke bread and these people were happy to have us. They weren't happy to have us. They didn't have any choice. There was a, there was a, a more technologically ad- advanced civilization that was coming and taking their stuff. They had no idea of ownership until we came here. You know, and everybody blames, oh, yeah, that's exactly right. That's why capitalism is bad. And it's like, that ain't got a goddamn thing to do with capitalism. You know what I mean? That's got to do with more of this cronyism and corporatism shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, the best example of, of, of a free market to this day is the black market, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, you and I agree on a sale and on a transaction, on a price, on a quantity, and uh, you're happy with it and I'm happy with it. We both work out. If not, we don't do the deal. Well, uh, and, 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 and that... I mean, that's, that's like, a free market. That's I mean, that's simply like, you know, the point of like Mises or Rothbard was, was they're right. talking about, you know, you're you're gaining and I'm gaining. We're both gaining. I value yeah. I value what you have more than what I have. And you value what I have more than what you have. So we just exactly. exchange. It's a trade. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. With nobody else involved. Uh, the no Nobody there to pervert anything or to point out uh whatever flaws you know mm-hmm. yeah. um 
it, it's it's just a manipulation. You can't have a free market if there's a third party in there who's going to pick who's the winner and loser. Exactly. You know? Yes. Uh, and that's all the government does. It picks who the winners and losers are, you know? Right, uh, right. And that's why I always tell them it doesn't matter. You know, um, I I kind of uh, default on the term capitalism because right? at least in the in the in the more popular sense of the word, like when, whenever you think of like Marx and Engels and like their their writing and which is where a lot of people like grasped onto the term capitalism, even though it did sure. exist prior to them. But that right. was kind of like who popularized it. So, so their description of capitalism is exactly what you see today. So I kind of default on it. I'm like, yes, this is right. This is what they were talking about. Right. Right. But, but at the same time, socialism, communism, all these isms, like that's, that's a, it's all, um, it's all formed. It's all created due to central planning in a central authority oh, yeah. planning. Yeah. And so the problem isn't the capitalism, it's not the communism, it's not the socialism. It's sure. it's the central planning. And that the if if left to our own devices, we wouldn't even adhere to one ism or another ism as yeah. Voltaire declare wrote, we would be a more of a panarchist society to where That's everybody right. would kind of be voluntarily cooperating. Either even Kropotkin, if you read uh, his morality of anarchism, um, right. or, or anarchist morality, I guess is what it's called. He even talks about basically like uh, voluntary exchange, voluntary, you know, means to an end. Sure. And, and so the problem is the coercion uh, of the government involvement yeah. in these systems, not exactly. the systems itself, because the systems themselves if if they were done mutually and through voluntary you know cooperation there would be no issue with them right well i guess the thing with me is 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 what perpetuates all this you know and what i think is a, is a, a perversion of the capitalism is corporatism right. uh, if you can say that a corporation is a person and it has these liberties and freedoms of people but yet it's it's somehow eternal and it's it's uh, it's it's never held accountable. You know, it doesn't have a soul. So the stockholders, the only way the stockholders are harmed is if you know the belly uh, it goes belly up or uh, something hurts the uh, the public uh, perception of whatever product or corporation that they they invest in. Well, but, right, and uh, and and on top of all that, the the idea of a, com- a competitive market uh, open up to new competition entering markets is completely oh, shut really? off it does it's oh, non-existent yeah, yeah. Oh, so, you ain't no, so as far as like whenever you get an industry let's just uh you could take like the railroads you know um and you can look at the history of the railroads or you can look at you know um hotels and motels and and um this is why airbnb was demonized for so long this is why uber has been demonized for so long uh by the taxi industry is because what what they what happened were these industrial these titans of industry in these particular in these particular firms turn to the government to cartelize yeah, this particular right. industry that's and then exactly shut right. it off from yeah. competition entering the market unless they agree to to uh contractually sign on to the cartel right oh, yeah you gotta and, pay the king man yeah exactly and then and then you get people you know that come up with things like uber and and, the, and these taxi services are like wait 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 this isn't our cartel this isn't what we agreed to right we agreed right. To, to this we didn't agree yeah. to this you can't have these average ordinary people 
running their own taxi services. Right. Like, you can't have that. Yeah, that's insanity. Because that'll put us us? out of business because they'll kind of undercut our prices. Well, that's it. I mean, you, it, it, it totally, uh, the whole, the whole corporate model of, of, of publicly offered corporations to me is just a sham. You know what I mean? You just, it's literally a monopoly. If, if you can be an eternal, um, uh, person or have eternal personhood, um, all you can do is gather more and more power. And then all you can do is either, either through acquisitions and mergers, uh, or just completely shutting, shutting down new technologies. You know what I mean? Because you have the government to back you up to say, yeah, you're right. That's, that's not going to help us. That's going to hurt more than it's going to help. Meanwhile, you know, you got like, uh, what a a post-war Japan, was it a Tonko or something like that? Japanese company made electric car thing. I think it went, uh, it's like 230 kilometers on a charge, you know, uh, in 1946, 1945, you know, uh, the, the UAW sued the state of California in 1994, 95, um, for them trying to release the electric Saturn car. Uh, there are several people, Robert Redford and John Travolta and all these people had all these pre-orders for these cars. And, uh, they ended up refunding their money because they were sued by the UAW uh, to stop. Because, hey, if you put these cars out here, you're going to put workers out of business. You know what I mean? And that's what it's all based around. Our entire, entire, even the world is based on inefficient products, inefficient mm-hmm. means. I mean, if you're going to lay down. Uh, a crappy ass blacktop every three to five years and you know that there's a better uh, medium to use but you do it just so that you can keep taxing people and that you can secure these jobs for these people it's it's completely uh it's backward as hell why would you do that if, if you had a better product that's going to last longer why would you not promote that oh well because it's going to cut jobs. Well, what's right. the damn purpose of technology in the first place? It's to lighten the, the burden of labor on man. That's right. what technology is for. Right. So how are you going to turn the blind eye to technology? Well, I'll tell you how, because you got money coming at you from Wall Street telling you to. You right. know? Well, uh, and, and, and what people don't, they, they don't seem to grasp is none of these arguments they make against the advancement or the tech, technological advancements are new. This is the exact yeah. same argument that was used against ending slavery. Yeah, like, man. Like, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What, what, what are we going to do with all these, with all these slaves now? Right. Yeah, we, well, we, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to put a clause in that Thirteenth Amendment that says, unless you are a criminal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh well, shit. So, so you, oh, you mean you legalized slavery? You didn't end slavery. You yeah. said, hey, well, you know, if, well, if what I you did is you guilty. What they did is they ended private slavery. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you exactly. can't, yeah. you can't own slaves as a person anymore, but the government right. owns right. everyone now. Yep. Or if you're a corporate person, then you can, you know, CCA, you know, yeah. Christian corporations of America, True. they, they got plenty of them. Right. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, and then there again, you know, that, that just adds to even more because, you know, now, now our prison system's a business. Well, should we, if, if it's a business, got to keep them vegetable. Well, should we need more victimless crime laws? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it is. It's just a. It's a snake eating its tail, you know. And uh, until people just shake off this stuff, I mean, you can't expect anything to change until we actually make change, you know, real change. I mean, uh, like I said, these cops. 
I want to see cops fired. I don't want to see these sacrificial scapegoat lambs. Yeah. Uh, so all the police forces in America, they let off 12 cops. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Uh, are you shitting me? There was only 12 bad cops. Right. <laughs> you know in the mean? entire uh, country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've, had, me a break. we've had 400 people killed by cops already this year, but there's only 12 yeah. of them doing it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, three people a day, average of 25 dogs. Uh, post office workers haven't killed a single dog in their history. Uh, uh, newspaper boys don't kill cops. Cable guys are, don't kill dogs. Uh, cable guys don't kill dogs. So how come these guys that are supposed to be, you know, I've, I've got this badass training. I'm, I'm, I'm certified in hand-to-hand combat and all this shit. And then yet, you know, you're, you're shooting a fucking schnauzer. You yeah. know what I mean? Are, are, are you kidding me? I dare you to to shoot uh, a, a police canine because you fear yeah. for your life. Yeah. I you dare you. Let's yeah. see, let's it's see amazing that. the extra rights it has. You yeah. Know? Yeah. For an animal. You know, you're going to put an animal's life above a person's life simply because, again, blue line bullshit politics. You well, know? I put I put it. I put my dog's life above the lives of people I don't know all the time. Oh, yeah, sure. You, know, you sure, see no, what I'm but, saying? But, yeah, but see, oh, yeah. that's not what the point is. It's, it's, the, two, it's right. the it's the double standard. It's the two sets of laws. Right? Exactly, man. Was, yeah. That, that was never intended. We were all supposed to. That's what all men are created equal. It was supposed to be under the law. We were yeah, all, man. all equal, like, viewed yeah. equally under the law. But that's not how yeah. it works now. You know? Right. Well, and, and even whenever that was passed, I mean, what was it? It was two-thirds. You know, I mean, if you was anything but white, you was you was two thirds, three fifths. Know, uh, it was three fifths. Uh, three fifths. Yeah. Okay. Right. There we go. Three fifths. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it. it, it I watched. I watched Legion beginning. of Skanks. They like they like to joke about their three fifths friends all the time. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So it's it was it, it was a stacked deck from the from the get go. Yes. You know what yes, I mean? Absolutely. Um, so. Uh, so. The, the, there's flaws in everything, you know what I mean? But if I can point out a flaw and I can say, hey, here's the remedy to that. And then we all say, well, you know how long that's going to take or ah, that's an uphill battle. Or, no, man. No, this is this is the injury and this is the remedy. What who gives a shit about all of this? Uh, uh, oh, we're, yeah, we do that, though. I mean, shit, I, I got a really big contrib- uh, contributor, you know, what I mean, CCA. Hey, we got to have criminals. We got to have these uh, ridiculous, uh, uh, victimless crime laws. You know what I mean? These drug laws, you know, not that there's any person or any property that's damaged, but the state is the victim, you know, and that's the problem. The state can't be these victims all the time, you right. know? Uh, and that's what it is. I mean, the, the, the state always cries victim. You well, know I mean? but what that boils down, that boils down to even prior to the formation of the United States government and the way that these states were set up. And they were set up as corporations and the CEO of the corporation was assigned the governorship and the citizens within that, uh, that state or that corporation were, were, uh, indentured servants that were entitled to work for this, uh, corporation for seven years prior to earning their freedom. And they were just totally abused. Right. Sure. Well, in Pennsylvania, you know, that's, that's, that's what, you know, one of the mo- most misused quotes from Ben Franklin, you know, the, those who, who are willing to give up temporary uh, liberties for temporary security deserve neither. Right. Well, shit, he was actually talking about uh, helping the pens out, you know, the people of Pens- Pennsylvania's named after, you know, I mean, it was, he wasn't talking about 
oh, we got to stand in the streets and stuff like that. But that's how everybody uses that quote. And it's really out of context. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, whenever you have these, this, this system that is, it's, it's evident, Hey, this is, this is the, 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 the whole deck is stacked against you. You know right. what I mean? And it's, it's for continuing this, not like, it's just like technology. You know what I mean? Now, now we're all going to burn, you know, candles made from fucking whale fat. That's just the way it is. That's the way it is. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's, that seems to be how they carry on with these laws. Like we're not, just like the same way they do technology. Nah, that that hurt us more than it would help us. You know. Well, what I mean? it doesn't but, matter. It doesn't matter how far or along we are in the history of our nation. We right. still have to remember what James Madison said, and we have right. to protect the minority of the opulent from the majority. I mean, that's, that's all right. there is to it. Yeah, and the, the, I always say that the the smallest of majorities is the individual. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? um, um, if I don't, if, if I, as a person can't have my own views and speak well, and I'm, you know, some people are just like, oh, you know, stop this hate speech, this hate speech. Hey, no, Hey, have all the damn hate speech you want, but we're not going to take away the consequences of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I believe in complete free speech. Say whatever the hell you want. You can vilify all the people you want or whatever, but fine. But let's let them speak. Mm -hmm. uh, how else do we know what these people are thinking? You know what I mean? So it doesn't mean you have to subscribe to it. Uh, public money shouldn't go towards it. You know, if you want to talk that silly shit, go ahead. And I'm sure there's going to be a group of silly people that uh, will agree with you. And, and I mean, if you believe in freedom and everything like that, well, then let them believe that. But, hey, here's the facts of the matter. You know what I mean? But let's, let's, let's leave an open playing field for all of the facts to be laid out there. Because that's the problem. It's that the communication of, of of people isn't used you know what i mean it's these talking points and mm -hmm. it's worse and worse now as we get into you know uh facebook and everything because everything's you know, a little short jab text and everything you know and a lot of things can be misinterpreted but <clears throat> i don't see how anybody can 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 be against freedom of speech you know what i mean how how can you say oh that that point is not valid well let, let's talk about that point. Let's not hide the point that they're talking about. Let's let's put everything on the table and talk about why it's misguided, why it's wrong. You know what I mean? Right. Stop doing this shit. That, hey, Uncle Larry's a pervert molester and shit. Well, hey, don't hide Uncle Larry being a pervert. Oust him on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, stop hiding this shit because then all that does is, again, perpetuate years of that stuff. You right. Know? It doesn't right. do anything to help situation no it just um, allows the culture to root and to ingrain itself yeah man yeah i mean you would think by now 2020 we wouldn't have any white supremacist shit kkks and all this kind of silly shit you really wouldn't think that you know what i mean but they're just as alive and as well now as they were then you know what i mean maybe they don't have the uh, the platform support that they used to um i don't even know if they have the numbers but i mean i do know that there are some organizations i mean oh they, yeah, they yeah. don't have the power and that's one thing that tom woods had said before in the past he said you know this is this is 2020 it's it's not like saying i'm against slavery is not brave like you're not you're not breaking right. any molds here you know right right it's, it's like right that is that is not brave to say that anymore you know this yeah. is not 1840 so, right right exactly so. well and the crazy thing about it is is it isn't 
but man, in some places it sure is. You but know you know what? what? Yeah. And, and here's here's the way I look at that. And you know, I'm like I'm like you. Like, let them say what they want to say. Let them think what they want to think, and let them suffer the consequences. But let yeah. them suffer the market consequences, right? That's let's right. Say, let's say a white supremacist opens a diner and he puts up a sign that no blacks allowed. How yeah. many white people would even go there? Right. Exactly. Very oh, few. And but there would be. There would be few. And you know what? Fine. Go ahead. You, you do that. You know what I mean? But, but I'm the, telling you. But that's that business a, wouldn't last. It wouldn't survive. You it certainly wouldn't it, thrive. How could it? Right. Oh, it certainly wouldn't thrive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if, if the if the community around there didn't shame and ostracize that, then that that would be on that community's shoulders. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the market fixes itself if it if if it's left unhampered you know what i mean and then uh, and then i also look at the idea and maybe you can kind of like maybe you have a different point of view on this but i look at the idea that oh well we should you know just uh beat the hell out of white supremacists or we should you know treat them a certain and i'm like okay like if all the white supremacists let's say they let let's say they they discover like that there's no more civil rights laws. Like you can, you can discriminate against who businesses can discriminate all they want. This, that, and, right. and all these white supremacists started opening businesses and you have white supremacists opening businesses in places like Houston and Dallas and this, that, and the other, they would eventually, like you said, be ostracized from those communities. Number one. Certainly. And so they would all centralize in one area. Now, would it be that bad to let them have their little one little like white little area because where they can all be stupid fucking freaks as long as they're not well, hurting anybody? Like well, I, I guess that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Are we talking about freedom or are we not? Hey, if you want to think stupid shit, uh, you know, go ahead and think stupid shit. Matter of fact, have you a town full of people that think stupid shit? Yeah, well, exactly. I tell you what, there isn't going to be any money from any of the people that are going to go to your stupid ass right. town. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, it will, will emaciate you. You know what I mean? It, you, it, it, it's you're not going to be able to stand for long because, hopefully, I would like to think in 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 of humans wouldn't tolerate it for long. You know, but at the same time, like say, hey, if you guys want to sit over on that side of the river and talk that shit, hey, you, yeah, go enjoy that. See how long yeah, that lasts. Exactly. I mean, that's a that's a three legged racing horse. You know what I mean? That's just <laughs> yeah, not going exactly. nowhere, man. Yeah. So, exactly. uh, but yeah, hey, go ahead because I, I, hey, oust them. I would like to know the people. You know what I mean? Uh, right. But, you know, it, exactly. It, the way it is now, it's it's still hiding under bed sheets. You know, I can't mm -hmm. see their faces. You know what I mean? So hey, let's 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 tell everybody they can take their masks off, so we know who to support and who not to support. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, one and, of the weird things I ran into a couple of years ago, man, it was it was so strange. I was in uh, Boulder, Colorado, and uh, right. Was, yeah, no, it's beautiful. I was doing a, I was picking up at the course plant actually. And, um, there was a, there was a black guy there and I was wearing a motorhead t-shirt. Right. Right. And, and so I walk up and he goes, I like your shirt. And I was like, Oh, cool. You know? Yeah. It's a, one of, one of my favorite bands. And he right. goes, he goes, Oh, that's, that's a band. And I was like, yeah, he goes, uh -huh. I thought it was a Nazi t-shirt. And I was like, what? What? Yeah, I was like, what? And he goes, Motorhead? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, yeah, like Hitler was an awesome guy. And I was, I was kind of looking at him like, oh, okay. 
and like just like uh, sure dude like whatever <laughs> I, I don't know what i don't know what to even say to you right now and right then, yeah yeah like, just put yourself in my shoes when you walk up to a black guy that's the last conversation you expect to kick off you know yeah oh yeah and no so, doubt about it no so doubt about I'm, it i'm kind of like all right and you go he goes you know what he did didn't he don't you and i was like yeah and he goes yeah he was a bad motherfucker i was like all right dude (laughs) i don't i don't even know Uh, where to go with this yeah well yeah 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 well you know i mean uh how do you how how do you yeah where where do you go you know i mean that's uh i i can't cheer with you but it's uh, like oh well uh Shit, everybody's entitled to their opinion. But, yeah, I mean, uh, if I had not, if I had time and I wasn't on a schedule, I might have sat down with him for a couple of hours just to hear his point of view. Yeah, let me hear just, why just you think that. Curious, out of curiosity, right. like what? Oh, yeah. like, what are we talking about here? But, yeah. I, but at the moment, I was just kind of like, "What the fuck, dude?" And it's no like kidding. you said, let them take their masks off so you know who these people are because it's yeah. like maybe you can like sit down and have a conversation and figure out where they're coming from. Maybe right. you can help steer them in a different direction based upon your knowledge versus their ignorance. I don't know, right. but right. at least know who they are. Yeah. Know? Don't hide them. Yeah. You know, don't hide them. Don't that, let them hide other places. You know? That was one of the weirdest interactions I'd ever had in my life. I was just kind of like, this is fucking strange, man. Yeah. No kidding. You know? No kidding. But I mean, hey, it takes all kinds, you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. at the end of the day, if that guy wants to harbor those kinds of uh, thoughts or feelings, he's he's more than welcome to, you know what I mean? But at, there, there you go. You go across that river over there to that town that likes that shit. Right. See how far it gets you. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, it's it's all become so. Uh, Man, everything's just there's so many facets of of what's what's all right and what's not all right and oh you're gonna hurt their feelings and oh you're gonna hurt their feelings oh don't use that pronoun don't you know it's like yeah. Jesus Christ man can't we just be good to each other and I mean I I think that any religious text ever written is nothing but filler and fluff uh, where there's only one good rule in all of them and it's the golden rule you know do unto others man if you yeah. if everybody lived just as do unto others it would be a much better place you know what i mean forget absolutely. all the other shit just do unto others man you absolutely know? but the I argument mean, is oh well there's sadists out there though who do crazy shit well that's fine well you know but that doesn't mean that you have to be a sadist <laughs> you know what i mean uh just because like ron paul said uh hey we should legalize all drugs you know everybody booting you know he's mm-hmm. a, he, he was at the, it was 2012 he was in south carolina one of the most evangelical states and he's like He's like, if we could just use the golden rule and they booed him yeah. for, 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 for suggesting to use the golden rule. And then he goes on to talk about, you know, they, oh, well, Dr. Boy, I said that you uh, want to legalize all drugs. He said, well, yeah, if they legalize crack tomorrow, how many people here would go become crackheads? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And literally how many would, well, all right, not many. Would there be some? Sure there would. You know what I mean? How many people go out and drink and drive every fucking day? You know what I mean? So you're not, you're, you're by putting these stupid laws in place and stuff like that, you act like you're preventing something. The only thing you're preventing is the access of knowledge. You know what I mean? Well, um, because that's where I was Portugal. That's where I was going a while ago, though. Whenever I was talking about the the creation of the states as corporations, you know, at right. the beginning of this whole thing, the reason that you end up with 
these laws, right? And, right. and the, these laws that, you know, when they prohib prohibited alcohol, uh, you can read Thaddeus Russell's uh, book, um, Renegade History of the United States, and he talks a lot about the drinking culture of the U.S. prior to prohibition and how they would drink at work and there was nothing their employers could do about it. They would just sure, show up sure. and, and start drinking or they would leave halfway through the day on Friday or right. show up on Saturday totally blitzed or whatever. And right. so you look at that. And so what what these laws uh, were like actually functionally were intended for, no matter right. what the propaganda they spew out there about how smoking marijuana will make you a rapist or whatever, all that right. yeah. or madness bullshit yeah. was. turns you into a bat, they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So no matter all that, all it was was to continue production and to continue to enrich these corporate masters. Better these, believe it. Better believe it. It was yep. just to increase production on the yeah. industrial side. It had nothing Damn to do right. to try to keep you from being lazy. They didn't oh, want you yeah. to be lazy and hedonistic. They wanted and you to be serious. This was their complaints. This was their complaints about black people when they freed the slaves. They had sure. to yep. they had to assimilate to the white culture and they had to get right. married and stay with that one woman and go and yep. work 16 hours a day, yeah. take ownership and stock of part of the country and blah blah blah. Yep. And it was like, okay, but maybe that's not what they want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, whatever happened to that whole, you know, life liberty and the pursuit of happiness, you Exactly. Know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the these... It was the pursuit of their happiness, not your own. Right. And and that's what I said. So that's why I you know, I'm, it's the it's a corporatism. You know, I don't. Hey, if you want to have a corp, a private corporation, fine. But guess what? Whenever the investors are dead, the company's dead. You right. know what I mean, all that's going to do is spur more innovation. You know, there's competition waiting on the fence for these people to kick over so that their new ideas can be used. You know, um, there again, it's it's back to the whole picking winners and losers. You know what I mean? Right. It's not. Uh, uh, it's not for yeah, everything's about the intentions. Oh, well, we had intentions of this. It wasn't the, the, the road to hell is paved with bricks of good intentions. You know, yeah. it's, it's not, uh, I, I don't give a shit about your intentions. Let's talk about the facts. Who's What's this the reality Who's of this the situation? Harming? You know, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. What is, what, if, if, Hey, if people want to show up fucking drunk, show up, I don't give a shit if you show up on whatever, but guess what? I have the right to fire your ass. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't tolerate, you know, like right now, Menards, uh, you know, big lumber store here over on the East coast is, uh, they require you to wear a mask. I think it's stupid. I think it's dumb as hell. However, it's their business. Mm -hmm. I, I can choose to, to, to spend my money there or at Lowe's. Lowe's doesn't make you wear a mask. Um, I, I don't like that, but at the same time, that's their business. Right. If I was running a lumber store and I said, hey, you had to hop on one foot all the way through my store and you didn't hop on one foot, get the hell out of here. Right. You know what I mean? It's my business. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need a congressman to come in here and tell me or, or, or a councilman or whatever. Oh, these are the, the protocols you have to put in place for the safety of the people. You know, this is about the safety of the people. No, it's not. It's about the control of people. Everything's about control, right. power or control. You know what I mean? Uh, so they're not doing anything to help the business. They're not doing anything. We're, we're keeping people safe. We're keeping, keeping Americans working and all that. You know, this essential worker shit. How is it that uh, they, they talk about this uh, living wage and stuff like that, but all these people who are on the poorest side of the scale are somehow now essential. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Who's making your pizzas? Who's who's making your hamburgers and stuff? Ah, well, that's different. But that's a menial job. Anybody can do that. Well, no, you can't because your ass is sitting at home right now calling up DoorDash, hoping one of them will send it to you. Garbage men. Hey, take your own fucking garbage out. You know what I mean? It's about safety. It'll take that shit to your own landfill. You yeah. know what I mean? No, 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 no. We got, we got people for that, and they're essential, you know? Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it, it's, uh, it's contradictory as hell. Mm. You know what I mean? How is it that my job isn't essential? How is it that their job is? You know what I mean? It's, it, it, well, I like who are they to I decide? Got, because yeah, your exactly. your company, you know, you're you're a contractor working for yourself. Your company is essential to your life and your lifestyle and to you. So yeah, what's man. it any of their damn business if it's essential? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there again, that's just another catchphrase. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's, uh, a it's, euphemism. Like, it's like, yeah, man, oh, the, the terrorist, and you know, like all this shit. Now they're talking about oh, Antifa. Oh, Antifa is a terrorist organization. Right. You can't make a, an ideology a terrorist organization. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's just asinine. You know what right. I mean? These we're, we're doing these knee jerk people are reacting these knee jerk. Uh, moments and everything and responses and then they're, they're following through with it as though this is the gospel you know this is the way forward this is you know it's like man this is this is backwards as hell you know but you know it's they like, they figured something out and i think uh you know reading you know bernays and all that uh, they right? figured out just how fluid language is and right. how they can how you know like it's orwellian you know uh freedom is slavery and yeah you know yeah oh double yada. speak yeah yeah it's it's just orwellian in that nature and they have figured out that and and this is what i i have i have friends that are fairly quote unquote antifa adjacent and right i don't have a problem with their support for antifa and i right. tried to tell them when we when it when it comes up like well they're like well it's a tactic it's not an organization it's not centralized i'm like i understand that but just as the you know liberal liberal no longer means freedom you know right just right. as yeah, progressive exactly. is yeah. not no longer progressive like right. these things are are adopted by other people they're hijacked however you want to say it and yeah you lose control of the language once it hits the mainstream oh you, you know? believe it and you well, can't and, and stop unless, it and, and unless you're talking about you know uh law you know legalese you right. know what i mean it's literally for the purpose of confusion right you know what i mean it's lit whenever i say i understand something it doesn't mean i comprehend it, it means i stand under whatever charge you love you to me yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and that's horseshit yeah then they say well ignorance of the law is no excuse well hold on if you're going to use these maxims of law and everything then then what like uh einstein said what's the purpose of science if you're not giving understanding if you're going to use these these uh, crazy uh, twelve-syllable words to be able to describe something you could say in two syllables. What what understanding did you achieve? You right. know what I mean. Yeah. So uh, it's complicated. So that only certain people are allowed to have this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's not an open market. It's like say again. It's 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 picking the winners and losers. You know. Yeah, I mean, and if you look at the way that the law is written, especially like tax code and stuff like that, it's that. It reminds me of of back in 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 the Middle Ages, before right. you know, people uh, could read, right? Right. And the Bible was special knowledge only certain right. people could have. Men of the and cloth. They would, yeah. And they would give like their they would give their sermons in Latin just to make sure that you couldn't understand That's what right. was being said. And they do the same thing. They've they've 
discovered they can do the same thing with the tax code and with law and this, that, and the other. And it's this special thing that only certain people can truly understand, you know, and they try to act like politics. You have to be uh, trained in political science to truly, no, no, no. I can look at this and tell you what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, and I'm just a fucking truck driver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. Well, you know, the, the, the whole thing is a sham. Think of it this way. Um, they used to have Latin was, was, was taught in all classes. Latin yeah. is the languages of all science, whether right. it's political science or, 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 or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. everything is, 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 is rationalized through Latin, but we don't right. teach Latin anymore. Yeah. Why is that? Well, because we don't want understanding, you know what I mean? Or ever since that we started, uh, like you can look at, I, I, I post it all the time, as this uh, 1912 Bullitt County, Kentucky, eighth grade um, proficiency exam. You had to take this in order to be able to go to the ninth grade. I oh, I've seen what. that. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know some pretty sharp people, and I bet you I couldn't name six people that could pass that fucking test. You know what I mean? I mean, there is, and that was in a very poor county of of podunk kentucky you know what i mean so uh whenever you add government all you add is inefficiency and and raise the cost you know you don't get better quality you get watered down quality right and that therein lies the problem so whenever these people are saying we need more government it's like you're literally saying we need lower standards you know we need higher costs you know we need less accountability you know yeah. Um, you're not helping anybody with more government or more bureaucracies, any acronyms, shit you make. You're not helping anybody. More laws don't make you safer. More laws don't keep us, make us free. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're not protecting anybody. You're not helping anybody. You know, how is it that we can outspend the majority of all first world countries 2.5 times and still rank routinely in 14 and 15th in just about every single academic? You know what I mean? So obviously throwing money at the problem isn't fixing it you know what i mean so you're, you're taking money from the lottery now you know of course uh, if, if you have if you're in a medicinal state or a recreational state well we we've we got to get some of that money for education you know what i mean it's like fuck them. look at look at the state of our education it sucks you know i mean look, I, i'm a ninth grade dropout so i can't say anything i i knew that a scam was up then you know um i know people that are that are people that have their doctorates that are just they're not real fucking bright you know what i mean um it's it's literally a conditioning you know what i mean it's a this is the only hallway you're allowed to walk down so Mm. yeah and everybody has to walk in the same direction yeah that's right that's right and if you veer from the path we will point guns at you and lock you in a cage yeah, or we'll just tax the shit out of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, we'll tax you into uh, into poverty. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's 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 the only thing they can do. You know what I mean? The government doesn't have solutions, really. What they have is threats. You know, and coercion. Yeah. You know, and the the government is no different than what the church was. You know, they're again going back, like say, you it was it was illegal for any common person to read the words of God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, uh, you weren't allowed to. I think it was, uh, it was a Martin Luther and shit, Addict of Worms. Right. Yeah. Yeah, saying, hey, guess what? Kiss my ass. Anybody. Well, I don't have to pay the Pope to be able to get into heaven. I don't yep. have to pay the Pope well, to and, be born, and, you know? And Chris Cuomo tried to convince the United States that it was illegal to read uh, the words of Hillary Clinton's emails. So I wonder if there, there's any relation. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's almost like they're hiding something. <laughs> you know? Huh. What's in there? What is in there? That's a good question. Salvation, I'm sure. I'm sure there's salvation in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Always, always there's a silver lining of salvation in there. So I don't, All right, man. Uh, well, it's been, a, it's been an hour. Uh, I'm going to cut it off here. Right on, bro. It was a lot of fun. You got anything you want to plug? Uh, no, man. They, uh, check out my YouTube, man. Tom Burton. Uh, after the All fall. Right. Keep your eye out for that EP. I'll make sure that uh, we have you back on once that EP drops. No, no, brother. Hey, I appreciate it, man. You stay safe out there, dude. All right, bro. We'll talk to you later, man. You have a good one. Yep, you too, man. Take care. All right. Well, that was Tom Burton, and I am Tommy Salmons. Late.